You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Have you heard? Sling TV offers the news you love for less. Hey, wait, you look and sound just like me. I am you. I'm the same news programs on Sling TV for less. You mean you're me, but for less money? A lot less. I'm all the favorite news programs and more on Sling TV, starting at just $40 a month. Everything great about me, but for less money? Which makes me greater, don't you think? Get the news you love and more for less. Start Start saving today. Visit Sling.com to see your offer. Ditch the clowns on the left and the jokers on the right and join Michael Smirkanish right here in the middle. This is the Smirkanish podcast for independent minds. So I'm looking at the announcement at the top. It says Trump National Golf Club, Jupiter, special announcement at the Mar-a-Lago Club with President Donald J. Trump, Tuesday, November 15, 2022, members only, etc., etc., Event schedule. Doors open 6.30 p.m. Remarks begin 9 p.m. Should the cable news outlets cover it live? I've got the perfect person to ask in Frank Sesno. He served as director of the School of Media and Public Affairs at the George Washington University for 11 years. He's now the director of strategic initiatives. He's an Emmy award-winning journalist, creator of Planet Forward, which is a user-driven web and television project highlighting innovations in sustainability. And not to be ignored for our purposes, spent 21 years at CNN as a White House correspondent, an anchor, and the Washington Bureau Chief. Hey, Frank, I hope you're doing well. Welcome back to the program. I'm doing great. It's great to be with you. Imagine if you were back in that Washington Bureau Chief role or as the White House correspondent or anchor at CNN with influence over the decision on whether tonight you take the former president live. What would be your calculus? What is my calculus? What's he going to say? How do we provide context for it as he says it, after he says it, um, how much of it is truth and how much of it is fabrication and how do you point that out? But you can't ignore him. He's a former president. He wants to be another president, the next president. And any journalistic organization is going to have to say, all right, we've got to cover this guy. And the question is going to be, as it's been since he left the White House, how? How do you cover him? Uh, You can't ignore him, but you don't want to go over the top either. Um, but he needs to he needs to be treated as he is, which is as a potential candidate and a potential next president, one with a very, very, um, shall we say, checkered track record in office and out. I think that's the right call. Now, a number of my listeners, because we've been on this already, have said, ignore him. Ignore him, given the history. I I don't think you can do that for the reasons you just identified. He instantly becomes the front runner or one of them. First of all, you can't ignore him journalistically, okay? You can't just say, okay, just because someone has a checkered past or whatever, you ignore him. I remember when David Duke, former Grand Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan, was running credibly 
for the governorship of, of, of uh, Louisiana, we covered him. I interviewed him. It was tough, but you had to do it. Um, I think that the other thing to keep in mind here is forget put journalism to the side for a minute. The public needs to hear what he and other candidates are saying. He is a credible candidate. Is his denialism of 2020 going to carry? It certainly didn't seem to do that over the midterms. How's he going to handle that? Um, what is he going to say? How, who's he going to threaten? What's he going to say about Ron Ben the Sanctimonious or anything like that? The guy's going to make news. He's going to be a contender. The public needs to know and hear and then be able to judge what he's saying, what he stands for, what he would do. I think that tonight I, I have no inside information. I'm, I'm uh, you know, I'm Bud Fox from the movie Wall Street with with Michael Douglas. I'm the 10th man on the deal, so I know nothing. <laughs> but I would expect that what you've outlined would be the CNN approach, that they would probably take him live and then have a panel poised, hopefully that reflects balance and say some of the things that Frank Sesno is now saying. And I think that panel Michael, this is where it gets really interesting and very tricky. That panel has to strike the right tone. It can't be a panel that's sounding self-righteous and pointing fingers and just, you know, screaming about uh, lies and all the rest. It needs to point those out if they're in the speech. It needs to point out where there have been inconsistencies or lies or anything else. If he dwells on 2020, fair enough. Talk about that. Pull it apart. But I think it's very important that people in the media take a step back and take a breath and say, "Okay, we do not need to do this with over the top tone, sounding sanctimonious or self-righteous about this kind of thing. This needs to be covered and can be covered in a very straightforward way. And then we bring the information to the public. We provide the background, the context, the history. And then we say, you decide, because that's what this is all about. That's what just happened on the midterms. And guess what? There were some some surprises because voters are smarter and more complicated and more nuanced than they're often given credit for. Frank, you're right. You you don't go over the top with sanctimony, nor do you just turn the the on light on and and let him go, which I I recently had. Boy, Frank Sesno, I think, would enjoy watching this. I recently moderated a panel conversation between Jeff Zucker and Phil Griffin in front of a live audience in Philadelphia of nearly a thousand people. I've heard heard all about that. I heard all about that. You have to. I'm going to send you the I'm going to send you the link after today's show so that you can you can check it out. And, And I had the conversation with Jeff as to regrets he has about the 2016 approach. And and he acknowledged, as he has in the past, they gave him too much free access then. So it's not that, but it's also, you know, don't go too heavy in the criticism somewhere in between the porridge is just right <laughs> well i think that's exactly right too and I, I, jeff is right about what cnn did in, in, in 2016 i ran clocks on some of the times they gave various candidates and there were times when they gave trump 16 minutes and they were giving some of the others seven or eight okay so they're not as colorful they're not as boring but trump was getting huge amounts of free airtime the one the the case that you're putting up here is is a different situation this is a case where he is after these you know, troubled years and after the midterms, actually announcing a candidacy. If you had another major candidate, when Biden does this, I would expect that CNN will cover that live, too. You know, my days at CNN, we carried lots of things live, but we made editorial decisions. We used judgment as to how newsworthy is this? Is this something that the public will be interested in? Is this something that is just the same old, same old talking points, or does this move the needle somehow? Uh, this particular situation today it moves the needle this is you know we'll see what he says 
and how he refers to his how his candidates going down the line. As you talked about with Zucker, they got to be very mindful about how much time they're giving everybody and they got to watch the clock because it should be, you know, there should be some equity in that, too. And Frank, a final question. So if it turns out to be Festivus, the airing of grievances, do you dip out of it? I mean, how long is too long if it's the usual Trump speech? That's a great question. You know, if he decides to play Fidel Castro and go on for four hours, I don't expect CNN to to stay there, nor do I expect him to play Fidel Castro. Uh, You always make that call, right? So you're in the control room. You're the executive producer. You're the team that's listening. What is he saying? What is someone doing? At, at At some point, usually it's after 20 minutes or so, if someone's going into, you know, repetition mode, and we've heard it all before, if it's just grievances that's not advancing the needle, if he's made the news, I am running, I am not, whatever he's going to say, you decide to get back out. And then if there's news that comes after that, you can you can capture that. But you want to give it a good chunk of time, let him make the news that he's going to make, let people hear the rationale behind it, and then it's called editorial judgment. This is something I wish people saw and heard more of. Serious conversations among, among people who are doing this sort of thing um, who actually – as you just indicated, listen and and bring serious, thoughtful judgment, sometimes amid huge debate, uh, to bear with tough calls like this. Yeah, I mean, there's a there's an element of subjectivity to it. There's no blue book for this, right? Right. I mean, it's, that's why we call it judgment, right? And, yeah. and But as I say, so the way we would do this when I was there and the way it should be done now and, and is in most cases is you listen, okay? The guy's going, someone's going to give a speech. You don't do you maybe you have a text in advance. You have an advanced text and you know it's going to be a 20 minute speech or, you know, it's going to be a 30 minute speech. You say, okay, we can live with that. Or maybe you don't. Or somebody goes off of script and now it becomes a 40 minute speech, a 50 minute speech, an hour long speech. How long do you stay with that? Well, you start to make the determination. As I say, have we heard this before in the speech? Has the person made the news they're going to make? Has the audience been served by what they've heard? Do we need to come into the panel now? And start to say, whoa, we just heard some things that are huge news or, whoa, we just heard some things that are way out there and we need to set the record straight here. So that's what's happening in real time. And it's why you want pros doing that job. Frank says, no, that was excellent. Thank you so, so much for allowing me to intrude on your day again. It's my pleasure, Michael. Great to talk with you. Frank Sesno served as the director of the School of Media and Public Affairs at GW University for 11 years. He spent 21 years in a variety of high-level capacities at CNN. Okay, now you know today's poll question at Smirconish.com. Should the cable news outlets cover Donald Trump's special announcement live? There was a good piece written on this by Jack Schaefer at Politico magazine. It was not specifically on tonight's announcement, but he is their media writer. And he began this way, the delusion, the delusion that a lackadaisical ratings mad media somehow elected Donald Trump to the presidency has danced full thighed back into the news conversation. We were too soft on him in 2016 goes the drift. We handed a liar a megaphone and neglected to turn it off. We delighted in covering him because he delivered clicks. We failed to communicate how aberrant he was, thereby normalizing him. We let him blow through the democratic norms. And then he goes on to talk about people who have come to this observation. But what makes his piece unique is that he says that that completely misreads what happened in 2016. 
As I've written before, from the birth of his candidacy through Election Day, the press rode Trump like a donkey. In the opening weeks of TC loves the way I say that word, so I, I do it for emphasis. In the opening weeks of the campaign, it reported and criticized Trump's racist talk about Mexicans, recounted his status as a liar, billboarded his denigration of John McCain, corrected him when he blamed 9-11 on George W. Bush, charted his sleazy business practices, spelled out his policy ignorance, listed his flip-flops, and recorded his misogynistic ways. No presidential candidate in memory outside of George Wallace received harsher coverage. I thought that was a really interesting take because he says, hey, wait, I went back and I looked at the tape here. And and Trump appropriately, appropriately received very condemning coverage. So he may have gotten a lot of airtime, but it wasn't at all favorable. This is the Smirconish podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduce speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and on the SXM app. There's some really great headlines, both today and yesterday and every day at Smirconish.com. A lot of them are non-political in terms of curios, curiosities, ephemera. Would you rather own... Would you rather own the Birkenstocks once worn by a tech guru or a famous baseball player's glove? There's that. Uh, There is also the, I love when they put this out every year or so, the 10 most expensive zip codes in the United States. Mine didn't make it, did yours? Well, it did if you're in Atherton, California for the third year in a row. And then I also love this. Well, I don't love it. Uh, I defy it. The 10 most regretted college majors. 
and the degrees that graduates wish they had pursued, not to be outdone by a poll of seniors asking them which decade of your life, you know, your, your, uh, your teenage years, I guess your preteen years, your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, if you had to go back and do it all over again because you enjoyed that decade so much, which decade would it be? And a story from the university, uh, uh, the Lund University in Sweden says that there is a correlation between receiving high marks and the physical beauty features associated with students in non-quantitative subjects. So I guess that means where it's, you know, there's a subjective element of, of grading, well, like journalism, which happens to be the major that people regret, not me. Um, yeah, correlation between, and, and, and speaking of good looks, there's, there's even a video story of Giselle performing jujitsu, if that's what it is. I don't know. Watch that tape, TC. There's something going on there, I think. There is nothing going More on. More than self-defense. Stop self Stop. No. It does not look like conventional self-defense to me. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Uh, shall we go back to the phones? I think that we probably should. This is, uh, oh, I, I don't know. On Dan, online. Oh, there it is. There it is. It is Shirley. Hello, Shirley. You intrigued me with your, uh, your observation. Go ahead and expand on it. Yes. Hello, Michael. Good morning. Hey. Are you there? I am here. We must be having some kind of a connection issue. If you hear me start to speak. I'm, I'm starting to speak. Right. I'm wondering why no one has raised the issue of Trump's announcement in relation to all of the legal problems that are outstanding. I thought I'd heard that mentioned a couple of times in the past, that he might make the announcement just to or stall them, or is there any oh. legal reason why certain things wouldn't be brought forward if he's a candidate? So I, I'm glad that you've raised this. I absolutely have spoken on this extensively in the past. He, he doesn't get legal protection per se by being an announced candidate. It's not as if there's a Justice Department guideline or a guideline on a state level by one of these prosecutors in New York or in Georgia who are looking at him that says, all of a sudden, you can't touch him. But as a practical matter, he believes, I'm sure, that now he gets to say, see that, if they indict him, see that, it's all political, they're only coming after me because I'm an announced candidate for president. But everyone knows what's hanging out there. We've all read about them forever and ever, so... That's not going to make sense. He always says that they're coming after me, blah, blah, blah. And it will just sound like the same old, same old. If that's if if, if that's the only connection is what he says about it. There's not a real legal connection. I, I, yeah, I don't think it deters Merrick Garland. Hey, hey, listen, Merrick Garland and every other prosecutor who's out there can also read uh, election results. So, you know, everyone sees him as a diminished figure. If I'll give you a different scenario, if all of Trump's deniers had been elected and all of his handpicked candidates like Doug Mastriano in Pennsylvania uh, had been elected, you know, maybe it would give prosecutors pause on the idea that if they indict him, there's really going to be an upheaval in the system. I don't get that impression. Yeah. I don't yeah. get that impression. Yeah. I've, I've never believed that he that he that he had a, a, a really uh, deep bench of support so much as 
they like what he opposes. And therein lies the difference. Well, sure. I sure hope something comes of the January 6th committee report. Uh, some, it seems something legal should come out of that. Uh, I don't know how that would work, but uh, the things that he did, the things that we all saw they improved that he did in those hearings, shouldn't go unpunished, candidate or no candidate. Okay, the election is now in the rearview mirror. Uh, there is a um, uh, an edict that says when you get close to an election, you don't identify someone involved in a political cl- case. That's over. So nothing, huh. nothing huh. today stops him from from being entangled further in the criminal process. Shirley, thank you so much for that. Dan, you have to help me. There you go. I don't know why all of a sudden the the con is not in my control, but I shall I shall try again. Let me go to Phil in Danbury, Connecticut. Hi, Phil. Greetings. Are you there? Hello, Phil. Yes. You know what? Isn't this the guy who, if you read the history books, who called when he wasn't even a candidate, he would call press conferences at Trump Tower just just to get his name in the newspaper. So why can't the you media guys look back at that and say, why are we giving this guy free airtime to, to do this after all the things that the woman who just called said happened? You know, which we all know happened. And then you, he loves free stuff. And, and to cover him coming out, to blah, 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 say I'm the best at this and my brain, but, brain, but brain. Phil, it, he's, he's, now, he's now a former president of the United States who is the presumed front runner, notwithstanding Ron DeSantis. I mean, okay, I'll ask it this way. Let me ask it to you this way. For how long then would you ignore him? You're not going to take his announcement tonight. Let's get six months down the road. By the way, if Mike Pence announces along the way, are you taking his announcement? That becomes a, 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 what I believe, which shouldn't have been in the past, a moral decision. Michael, I mean, you know, he's had his day in court, and we've all seen what happened. We just got through the midterms. You know, remember he said, I want to see how the midterms do before I announce. Well, he did terribly in the midterms. Okay, I, I get and, it. So, you, and I was, get it. You don't like the do guy. You have to listen to this guy. All right. Blah, how about blah, this? Blah, blah, blah. How about this? Ron DeSantis. It's now March 15. I'll just pick a random date. Ron DeSantis announces he's running for president next March. Are you taking it live? No, it, let him pay what? for it, like everything else that they're what, doing. What, 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 yeah. This is ridiculous. If Joe Biden, if Joe Biden announces, come on, come on, it's to totally illogical what you're saying. We are a cable outlet. We fashion ourselves that we are a cable news channel. We are Fox News. We are MSNBC. We are CNN. How could you not take it? Easily, because there's a lot of things that happen in the world that you don't take. Okay, how about this? Joe Biden. Joe Biden announces he's running for re-election. Are you taking it? Well, you know, if he calls a press conference because he's the president of the United States, that's a whole different world. (laughs) An individual is not the president. Phil, come on. It's up to you guys. Michael, it's up to you. Thank you for listening. I'm very appreciative. I, I, I don't like being critical of my callers. But come on, that is totally blanking illogical. It's illogical. If you're taking the others as we begin this new chapter, you got to take Trump, especially where he's a former uh, president of the United States. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM.
Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduce speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM channel 124 and on the SXM app. Adam, you're in Scottsdale, Arizona. Greetings on the subject of of Trump. You you two are in that category of ignore him. Absolutely. Uh, You know, I think the media is complicit in bringing us Trump, which is the most divisive thing this country's ever seen. And. They need to take a step back from their normal position of covering the news and say, well, wait a minute, we're actually part of the problem here. I don't know how you can justify not covering a former president now trying to return to the office. You heard the questions that I asked my other caller. Are you covering his opponents in similar fashion? And and if not, how can you justify saying we are just not going to cover this one individual? Well, you could... You can put a mention of this on page 28 in the political affairs section, maybe two sentences. It says, you know, disgraced former president Donald Trump has uh, is seeking reelection after a stunning rebuke in the midterms. But if Ron DeSantis was seeking the presidency, that would actually be news because, um, you know, of all the speculation that's gone on in the media about his status as the supposed front runner for the Republicans. Look, it's it's a very uh, uh, thank you, Adam. Uh, reminder, by the way, I'm coming to Scottsdale in January. I don't know if tickets are still left, but please come and see me if you are still in Scottsdale come January. You can Google me and uh, ASU, and I think you can figure it out. Let, let me take a look at how this is running. Should the cable news? I'm going to vote in real time at Smirconish.com. Should the cable news outlets cover Donald Trump's special announcement live, as you've heard? I am in the yes category. I think by definition, you have to. So I am voting and it will now show me the result. Okay. Okay. 
Uh, there are right now 14,084 votes that have been cast. I was the 14,000th and 84th vote, and it's running 70-30. No. I, and and I the, call, the callers are reflecting that. I just, I just don't think it's practical. Barbara, you're in Indy. Greetings. What did you want to say today? Uh, I'd like to see you all covering Larry Hogan because I think he's actually a decent candidate. And get off of this DeSantis thing because he's as big a flamethrower as Trump. I think that Larry Hogan is a decent candidate. I see no path. This is not a justification for not covering him. Uh, you're right. Well, we should, we should say more. Should be even. You know, yeah. The problem with the coverage was that they only covered Trump and made all of his, uh, everything he said, you know, public. But they didn't cover the others equally. So I'm for equal coverage. Uh, fair enough. I, I would I would simply say that there's not a path in this incarnation of the Republican Party for Larry Hogan. It's like play tape 23, all the things that I have said about Liz Cheney. This is uh, Mike in Cincinnati. Hi, Mike. Hey, Mike. How are you? Oh, good. Enjoy your show. Hey, Thank uh, you. Uh, you were talking about the Trump coverage, the media coverage in 2016. The problem that I have is that the media is now not really fully coming clean because they love Trump when he was beaten up on Jeb Bush and Marco Rubio and Ted Cruz, but once he secured the nomination, then the fangs come out and all the bad news, which should have come out in regards to his business dealings, the problem with women, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I'm not a Trump, I'm not a Trump supporter, never have been. Uh, however, the media used him. They talked out of both sides of their mouth. They used him when it was for their benefit, and then once, once the nomination was secured, then the fangs come out. And from then on, it was Katie bar the door in regards to Trump. And uh, the, the follow-up to that is, yes, you have to cover him now that he's a former president. I wish he would go away. But because he's a former president, the cable, it, it, sure, it's news if he announces tonight that he's going to run for president. So, Hey, do you think that the outcome, I mean, you heard that I, I asked this and addressed this in my uh, panel discussion with Jeff Zucker and with uh, Phil Griffin from MSNBC. Do you think the outcome would have been different if they treated him the way you think they should have treated him in 2015 going into 2016? Or might it have helped him because now he would have started beating up on the media even much sooner than he did? Well, I've got a little bit of problem with uh, the one guy's response. I forget if it was Zucker or whoever, uh, because in essence, he confessed to the... It, it, I inferred, I got from his comments to you that he was inferring that the, that the coverage changed because he started lambasting the media. Well, in my estimation, he's got to be bigger than that. The media's got to be bigger than that. They can't, I don't care if it's Trump or Biden or whoever, you can't change your coverage because you feel like the guy's poking you in the eye. you got a bigger responsibility to the American people. I think and, that's fair. Uh, I, I think that's a fair comment. Look, there was a there was for whatever reason. I mean, I I I had a front row seat. There was I think I said to to Jeff there was a tonal change after the election, and there's just no doubt about it. I I th I think I think the following. I think that the media, yes, as callers have said, rode this for all it was worth. He was great copy, and people just did not believe, including in the media, that he was ever going to win. 
So it was like, you know, we, we can laugh all the way to the bank and then it'll be Hillary and Trump will be vanquished. And then instead it was Trump who wins the election. And it's like, holy crap, what now? And there was this this flip of the mindset and the treatment of him that didn't let up for the four years that he was the president. Not a defense of Trump. I'm just making an observation that I, I think it played into his hands a lot of time because he fires up those crowds and his supporters by being antagonistic to the media. There's no doubt about it. Hear more of Michael Smirconish on Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124. Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Michael Smirconish for Independent Minds. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduce speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary. 